0: Today on Watching Your Wealth, want to retire in five years? We'll tell you how to prepare. This is Watching Your Wealth from The Wall Street Journal. Advice for making, keeping, and protecting your money. This is Veronica Dagger, and you're listening to Watching Your Wealth, where you learn all you need to know about building your wealth and protecting your money. Ann Turgeson is a wealth advisor reporter for The Wall Street Journal, and she's here to tell us what steps we need to take if we want to retire in five years. Welcome, in. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. This So this is a worthy goal. So there's a couple buckets we need to think about. And that first bucket, five years out, is that lifestyle bucket. What do we need to think about when it comes to how we're going to spend time in retirement?
1: Yeah, you know, I think this is often overlooked. When you hear about retirement planning, people really focus on the money. Um, And just as important, or actually in some ways more important, is planning how you want to spend your time. And honestly, the farther out you can do this, the better, because... How much money you need is really going to be dictated by what you want to do. Right. And obviously, you've got to be somewhat realistic. You know, you can't just say, well, I'm going to, you know, go on world cruises constantly unless <laughs> you have a huge amount of money. But you really need to be somewhat honest with yourself in terms of taking an inventory of your past interests, your current interests, your hobbies, you know, just things that you like to do. Um, it sounds stupid to plan your time, but when you 're you know caught caught up in the working world um, you don 't have a lot of time to think about That's what true. you would do if you had just you know open ended time and I think a lot of people assume that retirement is going to be so much fun, and then they retire and they find that they 're a little bored, so mm. I think it really it, it pays to be proactive in this regard and There's a lot of resources out there that people can avail themselves of. They don't have to just kind of sit alone with a notebook and think.
0: Give us a resource or two that people might want to start looking at.
1: Sure. Well, there's an organization called Encore.org, which is really a fantastic organization. And it helps people kind of brainstorm what they might want to do in their second act or their third act, whatever it may be, often – the emphasis there is on pairing some kind of socially engaged, um, whether it be volunteer, volunteer work or, or paid work. But something that can allow people to kind of give back to organizations that they believe in. Um, So that that can be a big help to people. Um, You know, then, you know, if you don't know what you want to do at all, the career coaches can be very helpful. Mm, Good point. International Coach Federation has a referral service. Um, And then there's universities and a growing number of community colleges have courses for people, Um, you know, even in just sort of thinking about the next phase.
0: That's great, plenty of resources. thank you for that. I think this gave us some our listeners some websites to check out now I would think a benefit of ha- knowing what you're gonna do with your time is that if you know what you're gonna do with your time, you may be less likely perhaps than uh, than being able to like go and blow your money on activities, because you're just trying to fill up your time by shopping, for example. So if you know what you're going to do with your time, you'll have a more game plan for your money, perhaps. So what are some things when it comes to finances, we need to be thinking about five years out?
1: Yeah, and I think, you know, again, you know, figuring out what your lifestyle is going to be like is going to really help you here. So um, you know it 'll help you just take more a more realistic idea of what your retirement budget is going to be, like you said are are, are, are you going to be shopping all the time or right. are you going to be working or you know so what 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 are your priorities there so um, here you know the good news is that there 's just a growing number of low cost and even free tools that can really help you figure out how much how much you need to save? And I think five years out, the big question is, you know, have I saved enough? Am I on track to have saved enough? Assuming the market doesn't, you know, melt down. Right. Um, <laughs> so, um, so you really need to start by estimating your retirement spending needs. So, you know, here again, the, the more refined your game plan about how you're going to spend your time, the better here. Yeah. Um, and don't forget about certain things like long-term care insurance is something that people forget about. And Should we be buying that if we haven't already, or is it too late, you know, five years out? It depends. I mean, I think it just depends on how old you are, and it depends, honestly, on your health. Mm. Um, if you have if, – if your health is compromised, then, you know, you may have a lot more trouble getting it, although there are ways around that. Um, long-term care insurance sometimes is paired with annuities, and sometimes there's looser underwriting for that. Mm. But, um, but, yeah, no, it's something to at least really consider because the cost of that can be astronomical if you're one of the people who ends up with longevity but poor health.
0: Good point. What about IRA provisions? What should we be thinking about when it comes to our
1: IRAs? Well, here it's really important to, if you haven't saved enough or even if you have and you just want a little extra insurance, with both IRAs and 401ks, um, the IRS allows people who are over 50 to contribute extra to the, To those accounts, I think that with IRAs, it's an additional thousand dollars annually. With four hundred and one ks, it's more. So it's it's important to take advantage of those provisions if you qualify.
0: For sure. Estate planning. What can we be doing
1: in this far in advance? Um, so with estate planning, it's it's very important to make sure you have a will. You have at the very least that you have a, a power of attorney for your financial matters. Who, someone who that means somebody who can step in in case you're incapacitated and unable to make decisions. Um, Uh, Or communicate, Um, and also healthcare directives. It's important to think about what kind of care you want to receive if you become debilitated or or at the end of life. And it's also important to appoint someone to make those healthcare decisions for you. So at the very very least, those are very basic estate planning steps that like. Everybody needs to take.
0: Crucial steps indeed. Thanks so much, Ann. You're welcome. Would you stick around and take our financial version of a Proust questionnaire? I will. All right, you stick around too. Hi, I'm Paul Vini. I'm Steve Grocer. And this is the promo where we tell you how badly you're gonna feel if you do not subscribe to the Money Beat Podcast. You are gonna feel worse than a sad trader on the floor of the New York Stock Exchange. Worse than a short seller on the day of a big rally, worse than a Kardashian without hair care products. Okay, Paul, I think we get the picture to itunes and wsj.com slash podcasts you want to sign up for this one wsj podcasts listen ambitiously now from our studios in new york here's veronica dagger Welcome back to Watching Your Wealth. Now it's time for WSJ Wealth Advisors, Anne Turgeson, to take our financial version of the Proust questionnaire. Anna, you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> All right, Anne. What's the best financial advice you ever received?
1: Okay, so I'm going to name drop here, but one the best thing that I ever the best advice I ever received was from John Bogle, who's the founder of Vanguard. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, early on educated me in the benefits of low cost index funds, and I think that that is just an enduring lesson because. Cost is the one thing that investors really can control. So you get a diversified index fund. It's very low cost. You can keep more of the returns for yourself. For sure.
0: Worst financial advice you ever received.
1: I'd say flip side. You know, cost, again, cost really matters. I mean, there's all sorts of fancy investments out there. But the higher the cost, the more the um, investment company is going to keep and the less you're going to get. So just avoid high-cost investment products. Great point. Money can't buy Oh boy! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fill in the blank for us, Anne.
1: Um, well, certainly, I guess money can't buy happiness. The so cliche is probably true. <laughs> what a money? What money can't buy? What it can buy? Oh my goodness! Um, I'd say to me, the most important thing is probably education. Mm. Uh, you know, I feel like it's it's made a big difference for me and my kids. So
0: nice. Now, if you won a million dollars after tax, what would you do with it?
1: Well, I, as I'm preparing to help my oldest son with his college applications, I think i probably devote it to college. <laughs> <laughs> Fair point.
0: All right. Well, this has been a lot of fun. Thanks for joining us, Anne. All right. Thanks. And this has been Watching Your Wealth, a production of The Wall Street Journal. I'm Veronica Dagger. For more information, check us out at wsj.com podcasts. Thanks for listening.